Welcome, precious one. The message you're about to listen to will bless and enlighten you, and we're delighted about this. Ministering is Reverend Elijah, pastor of Christ Glory Ministries. Stay tuned, and God bless you. Okay. Thank you, Father, for your precious Holy Spirit, who carries out his effectual ministry in me. Today, in this service, I am fed richly with the rich word of God, whereby I am made fat and flourishing in the kingdom. I am equipped thoroughly for the work of the ministry. I am blessed through the ministry of the word and spirit, and I am lifted. Today, in this service, we are fed richly with the rich word of God, whereby we are enlarged, multiplied, and walk in dominion and prosperity in the earth. Thank you, Father, for your love, grace, and fellowship, by which I am richly fed, equipped, blessed, and lifted. Hallelujah. Praise God. Move around, shake one or two people, tell them it's good to see you in church today. Say, I love seeing you in church. You're looking awesome. I love your smile. Yeah, tell, tell, tell the lady, I love your smile. Praise God. And if you, if you see somebody wearing, you see somebody wearing a pink shirt, ask them. Good to see you. Somebody, if you, you see anybody wearing pink, today is very mysterious. A lot of people are in pink. That's powerful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Awesome, 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 awesome. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. My heart is full of gratitude to God. It's, it's mysterious. A lot of people are in pink today. That's beautiful. What does pink signify? What does pink signify? Yeah, what do you think it signifies? Yeah. Somebody said love. Joy. Nice. Somebody said love. Who else? <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, one of the symbols of, uh, one of the things pink symbolizes is new birth. Yeah, babies. Who said, did somebody say that? Right. I, I was almost hearing somebody say something like, <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God. Lift your right hand. Just say, Thank you, Father. I want you to mean what you are saying from the depths of your heart. Sometimes there are so many things that may be going on. But in the midst of it all, just find that space in your heart to say, Thank you, Father. Say, Thank you, Father. Say, Thank you, Father. Say thank you, Father. In the midst of what, whatever, just find that space in your heart to say thank you, Father. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your graciousness. Thank you for who you are to me. Thank you. Say thank you to Him. Thank you for the things you can remember right now.
we say thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, precious Son of God, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's always a blessing to thank the Lord. Amen. Hearts full of gratitude to God. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes when I say thank you to God, tears just begin to come down my eyes. Amen. So for some time now, we've been on a topic, the consciousness of the blessing, or conscious of the blessing. Amen. Praise God. And today, I want to see if we can finish it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we have looked um, heavily at two important things to note about the blessing. Amen. And there are a few more we need to look at, praise God. So let's dig in right away. Hallelujah. Yeah, the third thing I mentioned about important things to note about the blessing is that blessing is God's way of multiplying a person or a people. Hallelujah. Blessing is God's way of multiplying a person or a people. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Verse 22. It says, And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the waters in the seas and let fowl multiply in the earth. Amen. So blessing is the power of fruitfulness and multiplication. And the very first time blessing was used in the scripture, which is Genesis chapter 1, verse 22, it was used to multiply creatures. Are you seeing this? The very first time blessing was used, it was used to multiply what he had created. So blessing is the power of multiplication and the power of fruitfulness. Hallelujah. He says, and God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let, let fowl multiply in the earth. Praise God. This also means that fruitfulness is a blessing as well. Multiplication is also a blessing as well. Amen. Amen. Genesis 17. Genesis 17, verse, let's start from verse 15. Amen? Okay, Genesis 17, verse 15. It says, And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. Praise God. Say, her name shall not be Sarai, but her name will be Sarah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 16, he says, And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Again, you are seeing it. Blessing will make a person a mother of, in this case, a mother of nations. Are you following? It will multiply the person. Are you seeing this? Now, notice something. The blessing, as God has said, was going to come upon Sarah. But there was a time gap between Though the blessing had been declared, there was a time gap between the blessing being released and the manifestation thereof. But the person was blessed. Are you catching this? In the same way, God, when he created the, the, the creatures, said, be blessed, multiply, be fruitful. But it didn't happen immediately. But eventually, over time, the blessing manifested. Are you watching this? Every time that 
you recognize the blessing of the Lord in your life, expect multiplication. Expect progression. Are you with me? Expect fruitfulness because that is the journey. That is the pathway. You may not see it immediately, but you have to maintain a conscience of it. We'll get there. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Verse 17, he says, Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, <laughs> My goodness, sometimes God will tell you something, you will laugh. My father was sharing a, a personal experience and he said that back in the day, young in ministry, he hadn't even, you know, wasn't, wasn't really known by anybody like that. And he was hungry. He didn't have any money on him. So, there was somebody at Dansoman said the back there, and the way he described it, he said that the back there is like there are some there's some town that he didn't know how to call there. After you've gone beyond the civilized part, or the maybe the, the rural part. So he was like, while he was in the bus, when he was coming from around Opebia side, and on his way in the bus, hungry, he said God began to tell him that there's a time coming. So and so and so. He said he laughed at God. <laughs> Yeah, his personal experience. Say he loved, said, you God, I'm hungry. He was going for food. There's a man who today has sponsored over 400 students through university. Over. On scholarships. Private university, government university, international. At that time, he said that he was hungry. Come then. And he was in the bus. <laughs> and God told him that there's a time coming, you know, you will have more than enough abundance. He said himself that he loved that God. But he just wrote it down because he had a book he had write some things in. So he wrote it down. And then he said that sometimes when he's still progressing, moving, and he feels like he's getting weak, he just goes back to the book, opens it, and gets some strength to move on. So he was telling us, he said that today, what God told him has come to pass times 10 or 100 over. But it didn't look like that at that time, but God still said it. It's the power of a blessing. Are you following this? So Abraham is a typical example. You see, the Bible is made up of men and people who were like us or who are like us. So that when, if we can, we can see what God did with their lives, we can have faith for what God will do or what God can do with our lives. Are you catching this? Yeah. It's made up of people, men like you and I. It says, Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart. So he laughed out, but then he was saying something in his heart. He said, And said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is 90 years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. Because he had gotten Ishmael from Hagar. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. Look at verse 20. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. Are you saying this? Again, when blessing is used in this case, fruitfulness, multiplication is what? Connected. So blessing is God's way of multiplying a person or a people. Say I catch this. Say I catch this. Number four, blessing is God's way of exalting men. Genesis chapter 1. Hallelujah. Let's read verse 28 or 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. 
verse 28, and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now I'll point out to you something important here. Okay. After saying man should be fruitful and multiply, there was something else that came into the picture, which was dominion, right? And subduing, right? Now, if you observe carefully, you realize that God created the plants, the stars, the moon, but he didn't say man should have dominion over those ones. But the creatures that God blessed, God said man have dominion over those ones. What is that? Exaltation. The creatures have been blessed, but a greater blessing is put upon man to have dominion over something already blessed. So you don't find the plants, God talking about the plants being you know, dominated by man or the stars or the moon. And God didn't bless all of those things. Study the Bible carefully. He didn't bless the stars. He didn't bless the water. He didn't bless the sea. He didn't bless the plants. He blessed the creatures. Then the creatures he had blessed, he now said, man, have dominion over those ones. You see, that is a greater blessing. There is a blessing above a blessing. And he tells man, have dominion over the creatures. Look at it. He says, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. Are you following? So by the power of blessing, man was exalted above Creatures that had already been blessed. Are you here? Genesis 22. Oh my God, my God. There there are are blessings above blessings. (laughs) Kali Sota Kabahaya. Deka Sima Kora Nigadayas. Zadika Palakaya. Shato Marakadis. Hey. Are you here, somebody? Genesis 22. Let's read from verse 14. Okay, let's start from verse 11. Uh, Okay, let's start from verse 9. (laughs) Amen. Alright, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Praise God. Bible says, And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. When God calls you, say, Here am I. Amen. Amen. In the scriptures, when God calls people, this is the word they use. Here am I. When God calls you, say, Here am I. God calls you, say, Here am I, Lord. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Don't say, Lord, I'm in Togo. Don't say, Lord, I'm in a relationship. Say, Here am I, Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory. Glory. Yes, it's important. Amen. He said, Here am I. Verse 12. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son for me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven a second time and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sun which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of thy enemies. Glory to God. So, though he had been blessed or been given a covenant, this time it was like there was addition. You see, and exaltation. Hallelujah. Number five. Blessing is a spiritual trademark 
and right of access. Blessing is a spiritual trademark and a right of access. Now, a curse is the opposite. Right? In Genesis, we see that word used. Genesis 3, verse 14. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cares above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Praise God. And when you study the Hebrew, the word cares means to be loathsome, right? To be disdained. No one wants anything to do with you. See? Whatever concerns your circle or whatever concerns that, nobody does anything to do with you. Is a Hebrew word ara, and it means to be loathsome. So, so the the serpent is one of the most loathsome animals in our world. Of course, not just what was in Genesis was not just a snake per se. Okay, when you said the Bible in the book of Revelations, Bible calls Satan the, the that old serpent, the dragon. Are you following this? Yes, he calls him the serpent, that old dragon. Are you with me? So there was there was something he was actually referring to because Satan was acting here. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Genesis 4. Let me show you something about what happened to Cain. Genesis 4. Verse 8, and Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> Hallelujah. And he said, what hast thou done? It's, it's serious. Am I my brother's keeper? Telling God that. Hallelujah. And he said, what hast thou done? Then this is God speaking. He says, the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Now look at what this implies. It says, when thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. Now, this case was now putting a trademark on, on King and denying him the right of access to the fruitfulness of the earth. So if he alone tries to plant or sow, nothing will come. A blessing is the opposite. You see? The right of access, as well as that trademark that, 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 that rests upon you. Glory to Jesus. Let's look at Genesis 26. Are we there? Okay, verse 1. And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swore unto Abraham my, thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of the heaven. And will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed and all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my studies, and my laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerah. And the man of the place asked him of his wife, and he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say, She is my wife. A blessed man. And it wasn't enough to stop his blessing. She's my sister. And Isaac said unto him, because, okay, sorry, verse, yes, verse seven. 
Lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebecca because she was fair to look upon. In other words, she was beautiful, attractive, highly tasty. Praise God. Attractive. So the men of that place, it was so serious that it's possible they could kill him for the sake of the woman. Hey! It's serious. Because a man like him, oh, why should he lie? It's my wife. Get away. Don't come close. But he says no. The way he's observing the things in the place, these people, they can kill him just to get his wife. Hallelujah. <laughs> Only God knows the kind of beauty. He says, for she, because she was fair to look upon. And it came, no makeup. And it came to pass. But of course, women can use, you know, there was actually makeup in the olden times. Yeah, in the Old Testament. Yeah. There was, there was makeup in those times. There was precious things they used on their bodies. You get it? Yeah. To make their bodies very supple and, you know, yes, shiny, you know, all the, all the words you can use. Praise God. Yeah, very supple. Hallelujah. Amen. So, verse 8. And it came to pass when he had been there a long time that Abimelech king of the Philistines looked out at a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. Hey! Sporting means to be romancing. Why are you doing this with your sister? Sporting with Rebekah, his wife. Are you serious? Probably caught her in the corner somewhere and was just smooching and you know, yeah, his wife, so he's allowed. Praise God. Yeah, doing all kinds of things. Or maybe for all you know, probably they are playing, then she'll run, then he'll slap her, her butt and stuff. Yeah, when you marry, that's what you should be doing with your wife. Amen. Yeah, that's what you should be doing with your wife. You play in the house, you know. Yeah. Hey, Ajua. Yeah. <laughs> She's yours and you are hers. Right? Yeah. After you put the ring on it, you see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after you put the ring on it. She's yours and you are hers. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, and now you can do whatever you can. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, if you like, and it's at night, if you like, you don't sleep, play drum. Nobody, nobody. <laughs> if you like, say that to me, pillow, I won't use. I won't use pillow. This is what I'll put my head on. Nobody will arrest you. Praise God. Yeah, you put a ring on it. And the Bible says that the woman had not power over her own body, but the husband. And the husband doesn't have power over his own body, but the wife. Yeah. Means that if you are, you know, you are, you are going somewhere, you are behind him, your wife says, no, honey, please. I beg you just five. You can't say anything. <laughs> When, when we were in high school, some of my brothers and I, we used to converse, we used to study all of these things far, far ahead of time. We're not even, you know. Then one of my brothers, name is Pastor Clifford, he said, Yeah, Elijah, so me that crusade, so now we could preach, now wife said, Debbie, and Sana, you go there, she wants it, you have to do it. You have to give it to her because you don't know your body. Praise God. Hallelujah. So probably Isaac and Rebecca were playing their own games. You know, slap and go. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the Bible says that the king saw it. The king saw it. Verse 9. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety she is thy wife. She is your wife. Of a surety. And how, said, how says thou she is my sister? 
And Isaac said unto him, Because I said, Lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, said, What is this that thou hast done unto us? One of the people might lightly have lied with thy wife, and thou should have brought guiltiness upon us. These are people who are not even Jews, but they knew certain things. Somebody's wife, we don't go close. Somebody's husband, we don't go close. Those things, you don't go close and you don't justify it. You stay completely 100% away. Completely 100% away. Somebody's wife, somebody's husband, don't go close. And if they come to you, run. So, uh, I'm sorry. Amen? And you can take it a step even further as a single man. You meet somebody, the person is dating. Stay away. Are you following? You meet somebody and then you find out, oh, she is dating. Pull yourself and just go. Yeah. Have, have an excellent brother code for yourself. Don't still try to pursue her and try to break and take. No, 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 no. Violent take care by face. It may later become problems for you. Just sleep. Just, oh, cool. And don't hang around for looking for opportunity if it break up or enter. People are like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Amen. Yeah, just switch your mind. Assume she's married and just move on. Same with a guy. Right? You get close to a guy or you, and then you find out he's dating. Sorry. Praise God. It's important. You see? It's important because the man that lies with another man's wife, he won't be guiltless. You are heaping trouble upon your head. Did I following this? Yeah. Now, he says, verse 11, And I do like charge all his people, saying, He that toucheth this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Praise God. Don't forget, in verse 1 and verse 2, we saw that there was famine where? In the land. Don't forget. There was famine where? In the land. But Bible says, Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. So, while there was famine there, this man, the trademark was the blessing. When he sowed, he reaped abundantly because he had the right of access to plenty. And that's one of the things the blessing does. It gives you the right of access to plenty. You see? So, in the place where many or others may fail or have difficulty, you will succeed there. Are you with me? Praise God. Now, let me take you through four categories of blessings, right? And then we come to the, 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 one of the most important parts of the message. Four categories of blessings. First category is the blessing that is upon mankind. There's a general blessing upon mankind. Man's advancement in technology, medicine, uh, um, the sciences, and all so on and so forth are generally because man was originally blessed. You see, man was originally blessed. So when you hear of in people inventing things here and there, it is because of there's a general blessing upon mankind. That is why there are amazing discoveries. I mean, decades or so ago, you wouldn't think of holding a phone the way you're holding it right now. But over time, it just keeps on getting better. You see? Because generally, mankind was blessed. Generally. So the first category is the blessedness upon mankind. Amen? Second category... Is blessing upon them that engage obedience or engage the word. Blessing upon them that engage obedience. We saw in Genesis 17 how um, the angel called out to, or is it 17? 
22 rather, praise God. How the angel, um, the Lord spoke by the angel to Abraham and then blessed, you know, added further blessings, praise God. And in, in some of these cases, they are like divine deposits. You see, they're like divine deposits. Hallelujah. Then blessings upon, or blessings that come from serving the kingdom. Blessings that come from serving the kingdom or blessings upon servants of God. The blessing of service, let me put it that way. In Mark 10 verse 30, Jesus speaks of those things that will be the possessions or the, the blessings, you know, physical, material stuff because of those that have left everything to follow him, right? So there's a blessing of service. Amen. Then number four is the blessing upon the children of God. Believers upon their new birth come into blessings. Come into blessings. And the reason why I have to give you these categories is because they are all real and they are all functional. Do you know that there are unbelievers who, because of their good deed they did to a man of God or a servant of God, there is a blessing working in their life? Are you aware? Yes. I don't believe as yet, or maybe not even believers, but they did some good to a man of God. And said, may the Lord preserve you. May the Lord bless you. And that blessing is working in your lives. Are you getting this? So, there are categories of blessings. Amen? But this is the focus. The blessing upon the children of God. Ephesians chapter 1. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are you here, somebody? Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Glory. Ephesians 1 verse 1 says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you see things like this, you know, like grace be to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, you can respond, Amen. Right? Yeah, you can respond, Amen. Because he's, he's speaking it unto you. So he says, grace be to you. So you say, amen. amen. Right, so let's go again. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Powerful. Verse 3. This blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us. Who are the us in this context? Believers. Christians. So he says that we believers, he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us. Mm. Blessed us. Now, this must begin to make your mind, you know, align with all the things we said about the blessing. Jesus also was conscious because when the woman touched him, he said, virtue has gone out of me. I would mean it takes a man conscious of what he is carrying to perceive and to know when something has left him. Jesus had the consciousness, the woman had the consciousness too. What happened when, when the two met? Results came, miracles came. People were touching Jesus, but nothing happened to them. Don't you think there were some people among those touching Jesus? There were some people among them. That was probably even the reason why they wanted to touch him. But what they lacked is the consciousness. Blessing, right, and the, the, the operation of the blessing is connected to your consciousness of it. It's connected to your consciousness of it. And the Spirit of God wants us conscious of the blessings that is upon us as God's people. The day you rise up to a consistent consciousness of blessing, you'll be free from all, you know, manifestations or hindrances that, you know, look like opposition and so on and so forth. Because that consciousness will begin to take effect in how you see, how you think, how you see things, how you function, how you speak. And the things that you actually engage in. Is that powerful? Is that powerful? 
the reason why some of the patriarchs and the sons of the patriarchs experienced the things they experienced was because they retained consciousness of it. Now, let me explain something to you. One of the reasons why God changed Abraham's name is this purpose. So he would be conscious of the blessing. One of the reasons why God changed Jacob's name is so he'll be conscious of the blessing. God needs your consciousness of the blessing. When the word ministers and reveals to you that you are blessed, God doesn't want it out of your mind. The reason for daily meditation is so that we can stay in this consciousness. Look at somebody and say consciousness. Consciousness. One more time, look at the other person and say consciousness. Consciousness. Say consciousness. Consciousness. Say consciousness. consciousness. Spiritual things operate effectively through the vehicle of consciousness. From today, you must never regard yourself or see yourself as less incapable, unproductive, unfruitful. No way. No way. Change the consciousness. Because there's a truth. Not something you are trying to make so. There's a truth from God about you. I hear what I'm saying. Spiritual things operate effectively through consciousness. That is why when God was calling Samuel, Someone needed Eli to teach him that this is God. So when he calls again, say, speak, Lord, my servant is here. Otherwise, you probably have tried three times and then eventually God goes. And he's like, hey. And all you have is a one-time experience. Hey, I heard some voice, Bill. Later, they said it was God. Like one day, it happened to me. And after it happened, I was so, I was like, ah. I had different, um, this particular one, I had finished praying at midnight. It was past midnight. We hadn't begun the midnight praise yet. I think about a year or two ago. So I was done at midnight and I'd, I'd been praying. So now I was done and I was going to sleep. So I lay on my bed threw my, my cloth over myself. We didn't pray that. It's time to rest. The moment I lied on the bed and I, you know, I was trying to sleep, a few seconds as I dozed off, suddenly someone came by my bed and tapped my hand. One, two, three, four. Waking me up. It was a visitation. This is physical. Waking me up. My room, my house, everything is locked down. Nobody will enter by that time. This was spiritual stuff. Tap me, and then once I was in the state, I was like, mm. and then the personality left. After the personality left, I woke up. I was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> praise God. And I'm just, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you see, I was like, ah, 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 ah. I was angry at myself, I was like, ah, God, consciousness, amen, there's another time, you know, the, the very first time your spirit will go out of your body, you may be afraid a bit, now the very, very First time I was I was supposed to have that experience. I had finished praying. I had prayed nonstop. You know, around that time, my average daily was three hours. So I'd woken up and then I'd done three hours nonstop. So right after that, I lay on my bed. And suddenly, <laughs> let me keep this one. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Suddenly, I began to feel like I was coming out of my body. Then I was afraid. 
I was like, mm, I, resi- I was resisting it. Mm. Then I came out of it. I was like, ah, I do it for praise God. These are spiritual, spiritual experiences. Hallelujah. So Samuel needed to be taught that this is God. Okay? So that the next time he has that hearing, he will know how to respond. Are you following this? And in the same way, through the studying the word of God and through spiritual mentorship, we learn and discover some of the operations of the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Consciousness is important. Are you conscious of the blessing? Or do you walk about thinking you are lacking or needy? No, from today, change that consciousness. Amen? Amen? Amen. Change that consciousness. Anything that you are going to get into, have the consciousness, accept it. You see, this is why meditation is so important. So that you can constantly have that awareness that a blessed man. And a blessed man multiplies. A blessed man is fruitful. A blessed man increases. A blessed man is favored. Are you with me? There should be no member of CGM who doesn't work by this consciousness. Somebody heard me. When the blessing, like it has been released on us, is at work in your life, like Jacob, you may have left somewhere with just a staff, but by the time you are coming back, you come back at two nations, double nations. That is your story. That is your story. That is your life. That is your destiny. That is your purpose. From today, declare and accept that this is how my life is supposed to go. Tell yourself, this is how my life is supposed to go. This is my story. This is my experience. And I only accept what is consistent with this. Amen. Amen. The second thing, just two things. The second one is engage the blessing. Engage the blessing. Oh, Shanto Parake de Baha'i. The devil will come around trying to tell you, you are not moving forward, things are not working. No, you are still. Tell him you're a liar. That is who you are. Jesus said so. And remind, remind yourself, remind him, you are blessed. And the blessing is functioning. Are you with me? Yes, Tell the blessing is functioning and it is showing forth. Glory to Jesus. You see, a blessed man will not be devoid of challenges. It doesn't mean that a blessed man will not have challenges or opposition or um, certain things that seek to hold him back or portray the opposite. No. But he will stand and he will flourish in the end. This same Isaac, when he tried to dig a well, he dug a well, then they will fill it with stones. But was he not blessed? Again, then they will fill it with stones. That's opposition. But in the end, did he flourish? Did he stand? Exactly. Exactly. So when you are blessed, like you are right now, sitting down right now, looking glorious and mighty and powerful, looking awesome and full of glory, don't let any challenge make you want to throw in the towel. Never. Rather, get bolder in this consciousness. Get bolder in this consciousness. Get bolder in this consciousness. Wake up in the morning and say, Father, I'm blessed. Nothing will resist the blessing of the Lord in my life. It will manifest. It will show. Are you here, somebody? Engage the blessing. Tell somebody, engage the blessing. How do you engage the blessing? Actively take steps of faith in the awareness and the consciousness of the blessing. Actively take steps of faith in the awareness that you are a blessed man, that you are a blessed woman. Actively take the, you understand a new business? 
you understand a new a new concept start it with the consciousness and the awareness that you are a blessed man therefore it will prosper therefore it will grow define the end of the things you are beginning now before you even begin it, define the end of it tell yourself this thing will succeed if you don't do that the devil will come along and try to tell you it will fail people may come around and tell you you won't succeed define the end of that thing you are beginning right from the beginning by the consciousness the awareness of the blessing there are there are not enough forces to stop a blessing are you here somebody there are not enough forces to stop a blessing it doesn't matter what it looks like cause that's what it looks like there are not enough forces <laughs> not enough people not enough forces to stop a blessing oh that's why i can declare your life is blessed your future is glorious your destiny will be mind-blowing you will be so glorious nothing will resist you nothing will successfully be able to stand against you that is your story that is your destiny that is your calling and nothing will stop it in the name of jesus that business will prosper that family will prosper that business will multiply begin to speak in other tongues right now begin to declare the blessing right now Define, define the end of that business. Define the end of that concept. Define the end of your life. Define it. Mate kabasanda mendo basuba. You can listen to more inspiring, uplifting, and spirit-filled sermons and teachings from our man of God, Reverend Elijah, on Podbean, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and every other podcast platform at Christ Glory Ministries. God bless you.